Really excited for this conversation with Melissa Schaffelbein from Angel Sense. Melissa, you've been a, a lot of fun to talk to um, off the air, and we were just talking, and you started going down a road, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is something new. I've never heard of this before, and and I love that with this community, um, you know, talking to new people, getting new perspectives, and I really wanted to start this off though with something that's massively impactful, and and every time I hear stories like this, I still my throat kind of closes up. I get, I just, uh, you know, and, and, but I, you talk about it so well, but, um, your child and your child, you know, basically being displaced, getting lost for a period of time. Talk about that. And, and just those moments when, and, and what's, what, what that's like. Uh, there's, there's no word or like phrase that really can, can really encapsulate that, like what's going on in that moment. So my son um, was diagnosed at two and uh, he was nonverbal and, you know, he had to go to a preschool, go to different therapies. Obviously he had to take the bus for some of that transportation to and from, and somewhere along the line, he was put on the wrong bus and had no way of communicating to people where he belonged or who I was or who he was. So it took over an hour for me to find him. Um, and obviously, you know, as, a, as a, every single part of that hour feels like a year, it's just it's so much and, and you just freak out and it just kind of changes the trajectory of your life from there on out. You just never, ever want to have that feeling again. <laughs> it's horrible. I, I mean, just listen to you talk. I so my son, Cal. And so and then we'll circle back to this. But but that was was that pre angel sense, pre angel sense. Yeah. OK. Okay. So, so you, you truly just, you had no idea where your son was. I mean, none, none. And I didn't even know anything was wrong until, you know, several minutes had already passed and his school had contacted, you know, is he coming to school today? And I said, what do you mean? He's supposed to be there. And so nobody really knew that anything happened. That's how you found out the school called and said, where's your son? Yes. And I, I, can't even tell you it's just like all of your human anatomy from top just goes straight to bottom into your stomach and you just you know you get the tingling feeling in your fingers just where's my child and you know I took this chance it was first day of school I took this chance let him go to school let him get on the bus against every grain in my in my human body and then of course he is lost and that that happened on on the first day of school day one of school day one all, all summer you're probably worrying about this happening at some point, right? Because that's every special needs parent does. You know, you worry about everything. You worry about what happens when they're there because they can't tell you. You happen. You worry about what happens on their way home. Is someone going to be mean to them? Is someone going to do this? And you just, it goes against every fiber of you to even take the chance to let him do something like that. But you know it's for his good, so you go against it. And then on day one, when you're just kind of proven <laughs> like you were right, it just is, it's awful. See, I learned, you know, I just said I was talking to you off the air and we were talking about some different things and I had no idea like that. My, my reaction there was completely like, wait, wait a minute. The first day of school. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, imagine, what, what's your, what's your first phone call after you get the phone call from school? I mean, what do you, what's your first reaction? I, I, I couldn't imagine. Gosh. So this was, oh wow. It was probably, seven, eight years ago. So a lot has happened since then. But first, you know, phone call is, I, oh, geez, anybody who can 
help me find him. And at the time I wasn't living anywhere near any kind of family. So I had no idea um, where to call. I think my first instinct was to race over to the school or to the department of transportation. I mean, I was just, you grasp at straws and you kind of go into this mode of just emergency reaction. But I think what was scariest for me is that I didn't know who to call and I didn't know what to do after that. If he wasn't where he was supposed to be, I would have no idea where he was. And I think that's where I started to look for something like angel sense. And I really, you know, I said, I need something because this, I can't be just completely clueless as to where my child is. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think you're right. Like every, we all have this plan in our head. Well, if this happens, I'll do this. If that happens, I'll do that. And then it happens and it's like, you're just frozen. I mean, you don't, you don't know what the plan is, you know, <laughs> you don't know what the strategy that you, that you came up with. Um, you know, real quick, it, it's, uh, my son, Cal, he actually, a couple of months ago, um, he, he got lost. Now it came to be that he was hiding in the house oh, and here's, what's interesting we had just gotten the angel sense. So initially I didn't have my phone cause I was outside and he's, he, we can't find him and everything, but then I'm like, Oh, the angel sense. So, so I look and we had been working on his therapist had been working with him about getting used to the device in his pocket, in his backpack sweatshirt. So I looked and it's like, he's in the house. Cause it's so specific that it's almost like when I first got it, I was like, this is crazy. I had like the satellite view on and I'm like, I'm actually sitting in this room where the device is and this satellite's like looking to, it's incredible, but it's still scary. You know, I, I, so I knew he was in the house, but I didn't know it, it came to find him. He was hiding in the shower and it's whatever, but it's just, it, it's just so interesting to me. These kids, um, they have these really unique abilities and, you know, yours, I know that was an accident, you know, that they put them on the wrong bus. And then in my situation, but my point on this is I felt like my throat was closing. My, my, my blood turned into like ice. Yes. And I was running up and down the street, you know, because I didn't know, you know, in Florida, everybody has a pool and we live by the beach and I'm just freaking out. And I just, um, but then I think about your situation and, you know, like an hour and the school calls and, you know, um, so you know, by the way, so great ending to your story. Um, your son was found. Every, everything was was good. Um, and then, so how do you get linked up with, with, with AngelSense? Do you sit down literally at a, because this is, imagine what I would do, sit down at a, at a computer or a, an iPad and go, well, I want to make sure this never happens again. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what you do because, you know, internally, first instinct is we're never doing this again. He's not going to school. He's not riding the bus. He's not doing that. And then I think to myself, you know, school is something that ultimately is good for him. And I need these experiences for him if I am doing my due diligence as his parent. So I'm like, okay, I need something that's going to make me feel okay about him not being, you know, with me permanently attached to him and, and following him around everywhere. So yeah, I, I get on the computer, I start looking and you know, there's all kinds of stuff out there that does, you know, GPS tracking. And it's really like, no, I don't need that. I need something that is like, it alerts me right away. Like I know right away because there's a big difference between knowing within 30 seconds that your child leaves and an hour and not knowing where they might be in that hour. That's a big, big, big difference, especially when you are yourself in emergency mode. So I get on my computer and I'm looking and I see the the features of AngelSense and how it's like, 
you don't even have to have an app open. It's not kind of like Family Link or anything else where it's like you have to recognize there's a problem and then open up an app and wait for it to load. And maybe it's kind of close to where a deactivated phone, you, you don't have that kind of time. So I saw that it was proactive and it could send alerts and then you could get real time location, you could share that location with other people. So, you know, if I had someone that I knew that could help, I could text that link over and they would know where he was too, if they needed to get to him faster. It's just all of, it was like specifically designed for parents like me who just don't want to let go. and don't want to. Like it's yeah. just made for that because you get that peace of mind. And then the, the ability to communicate via speakerphone is really huge for me too. Um, because if he did end up at the wrong school, I could, you know, call in and talk to the teachers and be like, what school is this? You know, here are his triggers. Please make sure that he doesn't, you know, see a fire alarm because he's going to have a meltdown or please don't do this. I could give those instructions to people who were nearby him. So at least like that was in my mind too, is, you know, he doesn't know how to feel either. He doesn't know, you know, how to get to where he's supposed to be. And that really, I think is what broke my heart maybe the most is, yeah, maybe I'm panicking and I need to know where he is for his safety, but how does he feel um, not being able to be around people that are supposed to be familiar? You go through all these you know, processes to make sure that he's familiar and he knows where he's supposed to be and all of that. And um, that ability to call in and talk to him and talk to people was, I, I was sold. I, I said, this is it. This is what I need to have. And I, I got it, been a user ever since. The um the ability, like you said, to tap in, listen to the environment is um is important on a lot of levels. You know, safety. Um, I think there's you know bullying aspects. Uh, I've heard people talk about you know that they were concerned about certain environments and and you know hey I just wanted to listen in and make sure. Um, the first responder aspect, you know, you said send a text message, get the coordinates, and so often with special needs kids, um, I talk to just you know so many families um, who have autistic kids. Their schedule, you know, by the week, you pretty much know where they're going to be. It's very routine based, and, and that's just just part of it. And so the good part of that is that you can basically, um, you know, team up with, quote unquote, first responders, people in those specific areas where you know your child's going to be. And like you said, it's that immediacy of like alerts just went to their to their phone. You know, I was trying to explain that to someone the other day. They were a little confused. I was like, think about like a customized Amber Alert, if that makes any sense. Instead of going out to a whole state, it goes out to people that you know are in the area. And then somebody I was reading online, it was a, it was a video, and she had actually said um, the child got lost after school. And so the police got involved, but the police officers, you know, were like, send us the coordinates on our cell phones, on our personal phones. And so then the police were able to, and they were already in the area and patrolling and stuff, but it was able to really focus their, their search and, and the child was found and safe and everything like that. So yeah, there's so many aspects that go above and beyond GPS, right? It's, it's so many layers. Yeah. It, it really does because it's, um, I always think of it. So you think about crisis prevention, you think about safety and, and preventing something bad from happening, which it does. I mean, in, in spades, because as you mentioned, you have all of these features that can assist if something were to happen. But what I love about it too, is that it, it enhances independence quite a bit because you have so much of these features and you are able to provide that like remote support. So then you kind of create more opportunities for your child to do more things on their own. And I think that's become really invaluable. So just to kind of paint the picture, my son went from nonverbal at three years old being put on the wrong bus 
me even questioning if he would ever get on the bus. That boy is now 11 years old. He waits for the bus himself, sets his own alarm, gets himself ready for school, goes out there. He like is just so independent and so verbal. And I often think to myself, you know, he might not be there. He might not be where he's at. If I would have followed my initial instinct and just taken him out of everything, you know, I needed that one thing to, to be as close as I could be to him throughout his day. And like you said, throughout all of those features, it's it's as close as you're going to get to being just like your hand in his hand for the entire day. It's a great uh, point. And, and thank you for sharing that. It's it gives a lot of hope for parents. You know, you talk about the nonverbal aspect and then verbal. We have just a couple minutes. I, I told you this was going to fly by. But I, I wanted to touch on that real quick, like because we were talking again off the air about talk about that circle you were talking about. The vicious cycle. So at Angel Sense, we, we have this concept called the vicious cycle. And it's just you get this concern for safety. So it creates anxiety for the parent. And then what happens is you restrict the environment. It's just your first nature. It's what you do. So take my example. You know, first instinct is don't take him to school. Don't take it. You knew you knew this was going to happen. So you restrict that environment. But then you create the that can't. I assume that he can't take the bus because he's going to, he's not going to be able to be okay if something happens, but because I think he can't, then in turn, I don't have him do it. And then he actually can't. So I created that restriction and I created that dependence. And if I didn't have something for him so he could continue going onto the bus and continue, you know, being in school, which is every kid's right is to be able to access education and and socialization and things like that. I truly and honestly don't believe he would be where he is today. He needed those opportunities. And every parent does exactly as they should do. That is your due diligence. But what I can say is, you know, there's so many times in his life that I think, you know, am I creating more dependence because I'm assuming he can't do something because I'm worried about him? And I think that's just a question. Guilty right here. Guilty. Yeah. Yeah. All all of us. Yeah. Wow. Seeing his transformation and even to this day, I'm guilty sometimes. What a great, what a great piece there to end on. Um, A great uh, thing for people to think about. But then again, how Angel Sense was able to help kind of break that cycle up and, um, you know, the aspect of your son from nonverbal to verbal and you not depriving him of the experiences that that helped play into that and, and the assistive uh, technology of angel sense that that played into that um you're the best melissa looking forward to, to talking more you've got more great stories um you're just a, a pleasure to talk to thanks for uh thanks for being on we'll talk soon 